Well, they blew up a Death Star, and then they blew up another Death Star that was bigger. wasn't quite finished yet, but it was still bigger. Than but it was the other operational. One. It was operational. So we should do. Some- Let's just make another Death Star. Just be real fucking big. You're listening to the Nth Cast, and holy shit, it's episode 52. I'm Josh. I'm JD. That's a year. It, it is a year. That's a thing. And it also feels like it's been a long, long time ago since we last recorded. I know. In a galaxy not too far away. No, I mean, <laughs> it's a roundabout close place, I guess, but it's been too long. I've missed this so much. Have you? It's been almost a month since we've done a proper episode. We've well, done. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've missed you so. Cheers. Cheers indeed. Uh, I can't uh, 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 reach as we spill our. All over the board shit. Just <laughs> spill our juices all over the board. Well, uh, oh. We're enjoying, well, for Christmas, my kids, since they know me oh so well, decided <laughs> that it was time for dad to get a set. Of Moscow Mule mugs, <laughs> and it's long overdue. <laughs> and we thought, well, we should break them in. Yeah, we should on the episode on fifty second episode. Yeah, absolutely. And it's delightful. It is. I mean, it's a little chilly. Well, <laughs> but it's, it's delightful. Still haven't got the heater fixed, and so it's like forty degrees in the and we're drinking an iced beverage. And I'm surprised our tongues aren't sticking to the uh, outside of this uh, delightful mug. Like, well, I think if we kept it there any longer, we're mm. just taking a gulp and then going. Mm. Gulp and pull. Gulp and pull. Gulp. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. That is that is the way to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we got to come up for breath. Yeah. Every now and then, oh, apparently I need Ooh. air. Mm. We'll get you some snorkels mm-hmm. or a snorkel. Well, you may need snorkels. Need some eye contact, though. That's always that's always important. <laughs> Look at me. That's right. Look at me, so I can finish. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Vinegar strokes. Ah. I saw his soul. Well, Star Wars. Yeah, I think this is a great one to come back to. Star. Why? How could we not talk about Star Wars? Uh, well, you know, it's been out for what? Uh, yes, a week and a half. Roundabout, yeah. It'll be two weeks here shortly. Yeah. I think 10 days now. And I think that, no, 12. Oh, that's right. I think that if it's made over a billion dollars worldwide, we should be safe on spoilers. But let's go ahead and say it. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. And if you haven't seen it, that's your own damn fault. Spoiler alert. Han is spelled with one N. (laughs) It's one N. Solo (laughs) has two O's. Yeah, there you go. Solo. That's right. Uh, so we are going to dive in, go knee deep, sweet in the Star Wars universe. Up and to our elbows. We may not talk about anything but Star Wars. Yeah, if you get us going on Star Wars, but you can just, buckle up. J- just push the button, point, point and click. <laughs> gone, gone. What Star Wars? Okay, uh, where do you want me to start? Um, I've seen it twice. Naya. and you. I've seen it three times. Okay. And has your opinion 
changed with each subsequent viewing? Probably so. I mean, when, when uh, the first time I saw it, you're like, oh my God, thank, thank the Lord. It's finally a real Star Wars movie in theaters on the day of release. And I really enjoyed it. And I felt like a fanboy again, because I am a fanboy. Star Wars is my is my jam. It's my shiz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was really excited. We're and, well aware. Yeah. And I wasn't disappointed the first time I saw it. Star Trek's still better. Okay. Second time I saw it uh, was with my children. And part of it was having them watch it and seeing the look on their faces as they got to see it the first time. It was exciting as a parent when you're so into something and you can share that with your child. It's kind of rewarding. And the third time I watched it, I was I had a more of an opportunity to kind of pay attention and look for all the Easter eggs that I knew were there and look at the acting and the story and everything. And I appreciated it more. And I think I like it better after the third viewing. And I thought it was a really good movie. So I was very happy with it. What about you? Uh, you know, I I thought it, my my initial impression after the first viewing, we all went together on the Thursday night before, and since it uh, since it was going to be the last day of school before the winter break, um, I thought it would be okay for the oldest boy uh, to go with us. Sure, and uh, because it's a you know that last day uh, before winter break is kind of a throwaway day anyway. They don't really do anything. It's just holiday parties. Yeah, they eat a lot just, of shit. It's a complete and, jack off yeah, day, yeah. which and, is every day for me. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I have two girlfriends. Ah, <laughs> yeah, they can't see jazz hands. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are their names? They don't have names. <laughs> that would be weird. Mo and Curly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it was cool to go with friends, but it was even cooler to go with my son. Sure. And just him sitting there and something cool would happen and we'd look at each other and, you know, you had that like, oh, shit, that what? just happened. What? what? And what so that, that that was cool, you know, and he's it, – it's funny because he's still – He's 11, and so he's still at that age where he'll, like, tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, did you see that? That was that thing. And, uh, buddy, I know. (laughs) It's it's cute. That's cute (laughs) that you think I don't know that already. Buddy, I've been doing this for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't daddy's first rodeo. Um, So that was cool. Um, It was cool being able to have that experience with him. Sure. And then uh, this past weekend – uh, I finally had the opportunity to go uh, see it for the second time, but this time with the whole family. They had already went and saw it without me because that's what they do. Well, because you have a real job. I have a real job, and I have a family full of assholes that can't <laughs> wait uh, well, long, for dear old dad. They can go you, spend his money right. to go see it again. Well, <laughs> But, you know. <laughs> you've done your part. You've made the money for them to see it. Uh, your, exactly. presence, your presence isn't required. My part's done. Yeah. You know, these are the same people that always ask me, hey, dad, what do you want for Christmas? Right. And I don't, I don't want, buddy, I don't want anything. No, no, really. You, you, you want something. And the wife will come to you. What, what do you want for, no, I don't want anything. No, we're going to get you something. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I don't want you to purchase something for me with my money. money. (laughs) It's okay. If you had a paper route, you could buy me something with your money. That's right. Anything. Yeah. So 
that that was cool. And the subsequent viewing, I okay, so I came out of that one thinking it was a good movie, just right. not a great movie. I remember that's what you said I, when we when we came out. You're like, uh, I, I liked it, but I don't feel like it was great. And I was a little surprised. Yeah, and and so I think I've softened uh, significantly after the second viewing. Um, but there's still there's still things that I have problems with. They're minor problems now, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, well, we watch. I watch movies differently now since we've started doing the show. Oh, absolutely! Like I'm hypercritical, and because I feel like, oh, I want to point this out, or I think about movies differently now than than. Like so, the first time, total fanboy, I was like, "This is the best movie ever." But second and third time, for sure, you see things. You're like, "Yeah, really." Well, what we're let's just get into that. Okay, we're gonna be free and loose Why as not? we're because I mean, we're want we're, to do. We're cold and drunk, so. <laughs> I think we need to be drunk. Yeah, for sure. Because I, well, you know what? I'm warm on the inside yeah. now. Yeah. And in case we oh, need it. I'm we about do... to hit that up. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I finished mine already. Okay, I'm uh, glad. To... We've got a, uh, geez, this isn't even, oh, no, this is a full liter. Oh, uh, that's a liter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it won't be for long. Full liter of Crown Royal Black. Yeah. Just in case. That's exciting. Well, we'll let's you go first. I want you. I want to know what you didn't like. What well, the, not didn't like. What things you had an issue with? I'm wondering if it's it's less about something I had an issue with, more than okay. So the first thing I couldn't shake is the fact that I really. Well, I'm just going to say it, and I, I I could be wrong now, but my initial impression was they didn't really bring anything new to the table. And sure. I don't know if that's necessarily true now that I've watched it two times. And But let me explain the context of my, my thoughts around that. I, with the original trilogy, because again, one, two, and three don't really count for me. See, okay. <laughs> I'm going to throw, here's a little insight in there. I feel like they missed an opportunity when they canonized Star Wars to say that that shit wasn't canon anymore. Because they could have. They could have. They could have been like, this movie was some bullshit that the guy who created this decided to make on his own, and we do not stand behind this. But go ahead. But it is canon. Sadly. So we have to I know. respect their decision. <laughs> we don't have to like it. No. But we must they don't respect get it. Right. Yeah, that's, no, they don't. So the first trilogy, four, five, and six. I, I really felt like... Of course, those are groundbreaking. Yeah. All, I would even say the first two for sure, Return of the Jedi, maybe not as much. But sure. what I mean is that the first one, nothing had ever happened like that before. No. The second one, nothing really happened like that before either because they, they took this happy, fun, hope-filled story and made it bleak and you actually – that that glimmer of hope that you had at it was the, it felt hopeless it did it, at boy. the end of empire you're like uh maybe um maybe they won't win right uh like how are they this, how are they going to do this how are they going to get out of this pickle yeah uh in then return of the jedi you, well i don't want to go with the ewoks but there were some that like the light speeder scene and yeah. each each movie okay so you you've got uh New Hope, which is on you know desert planet. Yeah, you've got you've got Hoth and uh, Dagobah in Empire, and then you've got and Bespin. Uh, yes, and you've got 
all the you really are hitting that up and that wow that poured a little faster than you thought it would oh no no oh no no it's precisely what i wanted to do fast enough Uh, are you going to shoot that? Shit, no. Holy crap. That's a, this is a sipping drink. Okay. If I shoot this, I'm going to be dead. I was going to punch you. You don't shoot crown. I mean, you're going to shoot something. I got cheap shit downstairs. I would never do that to you. <laughs> it's your fault. You got a big glass. That wasn't my fault. Oh. Oh. I'm not drunk. I've been overserved. <laughs> right. I, I'm going to sue. Return of the Jedi had the forest and the light speeder scene. Mm-hmm. And it was just, the the characters were really mature and came into their own, and it was a good cap to the original trilogy. Still, still not my favorite out of the out of the first uh, three. Probably the least favorite, but the least the favorite, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I would actually put Force Awakens squarely in fourth place. Yes. Okay. So let's just let's smack just, dab in the middle. So let's just establish that. But there were elements of The Force Awakens that, in retrospect, after the second viewing, they did do some things visually that were very striking and hadn't mm-hmm. been done before, especially on Jakku, uh, with the downed uh, Star Destroyers in the background, mm-hmm. the fact that she was living in an uh, AT-AT, yeah. and that was cool. Um, I guess, overall, my feeling was more grounded in the fact that they did so many reachbacks to the original trilogy. Sure they did. That I think that's where I formed my opinion from. And I don't want to sit here and stand firmly on that because I don't think I'm – I don't think I should after second viewing. Sure. But I think maybe that was one of the biggest things that I had, uh, pro- uh, problems that I had. Well, not necessarily problems, just concerns. like uh, – to feel too formulaic. It, it, it did. It felt like it was too like we've had a formula that worked in the past. Let's do it again and just kind of change the elements. Yeah, and let's okay. just kind of you know this. Even some of the characters kind of represent some of the characters in the original series, sure. and so we just kind of maybe change their race, gender, gender yeah. and, and just kind of. Uh, although Ray is you know really com- not really the is not really like Luke Skywalker in any way. Uh, I mean, slightly, but not really different, but both from desert planets. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it because she's not a whiny little bitch. So no, which, (laughs) which I, I appreciate about her character, the scene when they're running from the stormtroopers and she's like, uh, why are you taking my hand? Stop. I can run without you holding my hand. Yeah. And then he's like, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Uh, good. Let's go. I've been doing this for a while now. So. But there was so many callbacks. Sure. And I mean, how many times can you blow up the damn Death Star? Uh, apparently three. I mean, it's not the Death Star. <laughs> it's the Star Killer. Excuse Apparent, me. I, I think that the original plan was to call it the Doom Star, which sounds pretty badass. They're saving that for episode nine. Oh, are they? It's going to be three times <laughs> the size of the Star Killer. I like that they use the original name, uh, last name for Luke. Yeah. Uh, as the so that was a nice O star it was uh, since his original name was Star Killer. See, I felt like maybe not that it was formulaic. I felt like it was more of a tribute mm. to what made the first trilogy good, and I think they had in mind that there's they have a whole new audience because more people than I thought have never seen a Star Wars film. 
Yeah, which that, is shocking. So I felt like this was really a good thing. They're like they'll watch this and they'll think, "Oh, this is a good movie." Unlike people who the first one they ever saw was the Phantom Menace, and they'll be like, "This is hot garbage." What the what? Why do people like this shit? Yeah. But with this one, I felt like they knew they were going to have some new people seeing it, so they're like, "We can do some of the similar things for um, our." fans but also some things that are kind of new and exciting for new people who've never seen the star wars which just blows my mind there's people my age that's uh, i've never seen a star wars movie what the fuck is wrong with you what have you been doing with your life you've had six opportunities before now granted three of them weren't so good but yet you still had six opportunities if you're over the age of 30 and you've never seen the star wars you've done life wrong yeah, I'm just. I would agree. I'm gonna throw that out there. I would agree. So I would agree. Although they say that uh, the Force Awakens not only is broke breaking box office records, uh, it has also broken the record for amount of single ticket sales. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise oh, me wow. at all. That doesn't surprise me. At I would all. be curious uh, to to see. Uh, yeah. what the actual numbers were well the, i i think most people go with someone else i don't sure, think there's like, too many but and but people are like hey we're gonna buy our tickets you buy yours i'll buy mine right i think yeah that, yeah yeah yeah. that happens yeah, a lot of course so i think part of what went down is that uh, disney makes this four billion dollar investment which by the way genius in the year 2016 it is estimated that they will make Five billion plus dollars, not just in box office revenues, but revenue from licensing and merchandising. Yeah. That's a hell of a deal. That's a shrewd business move, right there. Bill, billion dollar profit on anything. Sign me up. Yeah, and they bought it. What? Only a couple years ago. Yeah. What? Three tops. Yeah. So with profit from here on out, within three years, you're already in the black. Man, in a billion dollars, that's a lot. And and there's going to be a Star Wars movie every year for from now until at least twenty. Right? Yeah, there's going to be like Fast and Furious movies. They're going to make a Star Wars movie every year until box office receipts suggest they shouldn't. Which is going, going to, be to be never a while. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I it, mean, if they're good, it's going to be never. You're right. Yeah, because they're so. There's so much that they can mine. And I think what one of the things that I like is that they they have even though thing they've they've said that all this expanded universe stuff is not canon, they have borrowed some things from it. They have. And I think it's smart to 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 do that. And I also agree with them for making uh, uh doing away with the expanded universe because I felt like they probably really had to. They did because a lot of people to continue the story that the way they wanted, because before they canonized and got rid of the EU, the Thrawn trilogy was considered the sequel hmm. to um, Return of the Jedi. It was con- and the Thrawn trilogy is great. If you haven't read them, you should read them. Because Would that make good movies though? It, uh, mm. The way. I think it'd be okay movies, but like it's there's a whole hidden fleet that nobody knew about that this Grand Admiral Thrawn, who's this really dangerous alien that we've never heard of before, finds this fleet and now all of a sudden he can take on the Republic. Congratulations. But I mean they're good books, but movies maybe not. So who knows? But I agree with you. I mean it's a little sad because I spent all that time reading that shit. <laughs> and now it's just for nothing. It's, Some of them are great. I mean, they're great books. It's not time wasted. Well, you're, if it's not canon, I'm going to get confused and be like, oh, I mean, there's no marriage aid anymore. There's no marriage aid. 
<laughs> it's okay. All right. It's not time wasted because I think next time you get on Grinder mm. and you put in your profile that you're a big uh, extended universe fanatic, mm. you're gonna find that special something. Am I on Grinder? On Grinder? No. When would you and you and Steven have Grinder accounts, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, mean- I would think you have to if you're gonna do a show about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Or is it Dragon Ball Super? I don't even know. It's, we talk about both, mostly Dragon oh, do you, Ball, do Dragon you? Ball Super right both? now. Both, <laughs> right, right, right. We talk about Grinder mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball Super. We talk about both. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the balls, uh, uh, oh. so many balls. As our sacks are slapping <laughs> together, as our balls are flying, all of the Dragon Balls are flying. <laughs> it's kind of gross. I can't believe it's, you're sitting in that chair. I'm just saying. Oh, did you want? Y'all don't mop up after, right? No, we talked about that. You don't clean the booth uh, beforehand. You don't clean the booth. I didn't finish my thought earlier. I think that what happened, Disney's made made this investment, and they're like, all right, we know people didn't like one, two, and three. Yeah. We can't fuck this up. So what we need to do is we need to get somebody in here, and he needs to make sure you put on all this shit in this movie. That people like from all the other movies, uh, four, five, and six. Yeah. Put a little bit of something from each. Pepper it with that. Right. And people will love it. Sprinkle it in there. And I think maybe my heart of hearts, I want to believe that J.J. Abrams had to at some point go, oh, shit. And he's rocking back and forth. I mean, that's a big responsibility. If you really, I mean, stop and think about it. All kidding aside, I don't know if I can handle that pressure. Right. (laughs) That's, that's. That's tremendous. It's like, okay, people are going to want to murder me. Well, there's very few directors today that I would trust to do it. Like, who who else would you trust? I can't think of anyone else that I could, like, because... Certainly not Peter Jackson. uh, No. (laughs) Bastardized everything I've ever known about the Lord of the Rings. Moving who, who else? Who moving else? to the rape caves mm-hmm. with Peter Jackson. Um, well, like Guillermo del Toro, great director. No, uh, no. In a Ritu, sure. Why not? No, it'd be a seventeen-hour Star Wars film. Hmm. Um, but you can't do like Brockheimer, Michael Bay. No, no, not doing that shit. Hmm. Um, the Coen Brothers. No, the Wachowskis. Oh, no. No. I mean, who else would you do? Because they want to infuse too much weird shit. Ron Howard, maybe. It'd have to be someone that- Clint Eastwood? Sure. Really? I think he's a great director. He is not a bad director. Coppola, Sophia? What about like Ridley Scott? Oh, maybe. Or, uh, yeah. Or some- But J.J. J.J. brings a name recognition and a a name value because of all successes that he's had in the past. I mean, he's had some failures, but you forget about him with like lost and what he redid with the star Trek. I think he was probably the right guy to do it. Well, you know, he started as a writer, right? A screenwriter. In fact, spoiler alert, (laughs) this is not his first attempt on Harrison Ford's life. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What was the other one? One of the very first screenplays that, uh, Jeffrey, Abrams mm. wrote was for regarding Henry. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. It's an excellent movie. That is a great movie. And he didn't direct that. I'm I'm trying to remember who directed that. Look at us without our phones out. I know. No, I'm not even cheating at this point. I'm this not. is a shit I. This is shit I remember. That's right. Well, it's because we're wearing gloves, and then our touchscreens don't work <laughs> with gloves. I gotta have gloves because <laughs> it's so fucking cold. <laughs> 
in this ice box we call the Anth Castle. It's like a literal castle. It is. In here. It's quite drafty. I feel like we're in Narnia. I'm just saying. Mm. You're welcome. It's not a bad place to be. I don't know. What about Chris Columbus? Sure. As it did the Harry Potter movies. David Yates. Sure. I'd be okay with that. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway. Matt Damon. You know, (laughs) somebody actually put a calculation together. Uh Uh-oh. And I think they posted on Quora, which requires no vetting whatsoever. Well, yeah. That's what the – why vet shit on the internet? Yeah. I have so many problems with journalism today. Right. So I have no idea how valid this is, but some asshole put together some calculation that the combined total uh, dollar amount that it would cost to rescue Matt Damon and all the movies where he needed rescuing was like $900 billion. And he's worth it. (laughs) Oh, is he? Oh. Is he? If there's one human being alive that's worth it, (laughs) it's Matt Damon. Oh, my God. Okay, other things that I had a problem with. I mean, not a problem, but like, you just kind of... Fuck Matt Damon. <laughs> I know. I know how you feel about him. <laughs> um, I liked Rin. Kylo, what, he wasn't terrifying. Every, no? now, every now and then he was terrifying. But then a couple of times he was a whiny bitch. Like, straight up a whiny bitch. I was Whoa. like, what, why? What, no, I, like you set him up to be this terrifying dark side of the force user like all of his midi-chlorians are just evil and black oh thank god they <laughs> they made not one mention yeah. of midi-chlorians but he was they got that right he was really intimidating and i get i get the point that he's he's torn like uh, you know i feel it i feel the pull to the light side again but he's not jedi or sith right he's not a fully trained anything so I it's, I don't know. I, he wasn't as convincing as a villain as I was hoping for him to be. Like Darth Maul was a caged great, animal. A caged animal. And yeah. as soon as they let him out and he double, double fisted that shit and he's like, come get some, you know, but Rin, you know, he's like, he's like trying to have, he's monologuing. You don't need to be monologuing. Just kill people. Like, and then he threw, and when he was throwing fits and like chopping shit up in the ship and stuff like that. No. No. Anything else? I'm like, hmm, that's it's not convincing to me. Mm. So the more I watched it, the more I was like, you know what? That dude's a bitch, but whatever. But I mean, the costume, the lightsaber, terrifying. Very visually terrifying. And I liked the way they did his lightsaber. It looked almost like it was flames. I thought that was cool as shit. Well, yeah, because it was very uh, kinetic. It wasn't yeah. smooth. It wasn't uh, finely honed, finely tuned. Right. And all of the blasters and the lightsabers in this one I thought were, were excellent. Like mm-hmm. at, at the beginning when Poe fires that blaster and Rin catches it with the force, it's like – it's not like a little bullet. It's It looks almost like a lightning bolt, which I was like, that is sweet. That's so cool. And, I really like that a lot. Visually, I was like, that's awesome. There's a lot of good visuals in this. Um Clearly, Ren is quite powerful. If he can stop a blaster Mm -hmm. or a blast from a blaster, and then he's not holding it with a, you know, he put maybe put his hand up to stop it, but he's doing other shit. And it's just, it's just static. Yep. It's just there. Mm -hmm. 
have we seen? Do we think anyone else can do that? I mean, that seems like a lot of power. Well, you can do uh, in the EU. School me in the EU. They talk about this when when Luke Luke starts training a whole new thing, a uh, group of Jedi, and he tells them the hand movements are just to help you. You don't need to do that. You just do it with your mind. There's no need for you to do it with your hand because your hand doesn't have any power. The it, force. Just, it just looks cool. Well, it's it helps you because it helps you visualize what you're actually doing with the force. Oh, okay. But you don't need to do that. Like Darth Vader in Cloud City, when he's throwing shit at Luke, mm-hmm. he puts you know he's holding his lightsaber and just puts it down and doesn't move his hands, but shit keeps flying at yeah, Luke because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not using your hand. You're just using your mind. Mm. So it's more for visual effect for probably the audience, but you don't have to do that. Okay. So... But yeah, no, agreed. Oh, I, we've agreed. never seen any like Darth has caught he caught blaster things in his hand before when Han tried to shoot him. Yes, but, and I, I remember that because I actually want to come back to that scene okay. in Empire because he but he doesn't freeze it. He catches it catches and then, it. and then grabs the the blaster from Han. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I thought that was awesome that he stopped it midstream. That's pretty impressive. Hmm. He was a little one. What did you think of Adam Driver's performance though? Excellent. I thought so. Too. He was very convincing and his voice like the scene I mean, are we cool if we jump around the plot? Oh, I don't care. Okay. The scene where he's talking to Han in the uh, the whatever the at the end when he's talking to him like he's talking about his dad, you know, he's he's got a real his voice changes tone changes pitch and then when he starts to try and be evil again it kind of drops again like it does when he's in the mask and the kylo ren voice and i was like that's really good like his voice changed he's like i'm being torn apart i i want this pain to stop and they're like but the supreme ruler is powerful and i was like that's really good i thought he did an excellent Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. and it's hard i think it would be hard to act with without your facial expressions but you could really tell how he was feeling just because of the way he was carrying himself and when he got frustrated you could see it in his movements for sure, for sure. and when he was calm you could see it and it was i think he did an excellent job the only thing i want to know <clears throat> is where was his hair under the helmet yeah because it, it as soon as he took the helmet off his hair was just there flowing but exactly yeah. but when he had his helmet on where was his hair he used a force. Oh, oh did he? <laughs> he used a force to grow it out. It was not, really, really rapidly. It was not unlike Batman in the cowl when, especially, this is really prevalent in the Michael Keaton movies where he'd pull the cowl back. Yeah. And he no longer had the black around his eyes. Well, because it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's part of the cowl. It's not makeup. It's oh, part oh. of the cowl. Oh, I'm it, sorry. It, it, uh, it goes <laughs> straight up to his eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were cosmetic uh, exactly. uh, pads uh, on the inside that would wipe the black grease paint uh, from around his eyes right. as he was pulling it off. Yeah. Oh, I see. That didn't I burn see. his eyeballs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe before Kylo puts his helmet on, he uses the force to put his hair up in a top knot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would suit him. That would suit him yeah. in his top knot. Kylo Ren. Top knot in his, in, in his three-day stubble. His long hair, I guess, was just to cover up those big Dumbo ears that he has. No offense on Adam Driver, but, nah, you know. Agreed. I, I, I don't know. I was just wondering. As soon as he took his helmet off, I was like, fuck, his hair is just there. How is he not... Sk- mm. I'd be like, oh, shit, I cut my hair in my helmet. <laughs> that pulls. That's uncomfortable. Got to put the helmet oh. on. Take it off. Take it off. And it makes some kind of seal. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I 
helmets. Sort of the stormtroopers helmets made of some sort of seal as well. It wasn't mm-hmm. quite, but they only filter out a uh, smoke, not toxins. Oh, not toxins. Yeah. That's new. I always thought they filtered out toxins, but mm, that's me. I don't know. I mean, what so, do I know? So well, to kill all the stormtroopers, all you got to do is poison them. Basically. Right. Uh, yeah. Mustard gas. Yeah. Why if they only knew, problem would have been. We could have avoided all okay. these wars right. if we would have just had some fucking mustard all right. gas. All right, Bothins. I feel like you <laughs> failed. You stole the plants to the Death Star. You couldn't figure out that they're allergic. They their their helmets are, vi- are I mean, susceptible to poison. That's some bullshit. Let's talk about uh, Kylo Ren's Let's lightsaber just a little bit. Oh yeah, we kind of dovetailed off into something else there. We always do that. Very unfocused, very kinetic, very uh, fuzzy almost at it's, times. It felt raw. Yeah, very unfinished. raw. Unfinished. And from what I've read is that it is a result of someone who is unskilled yeah. in that area. And I think what, the one thing that I read is that the kyber crystal that powers his lightsaber it's is cracked. cracked. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of the reason as to why it's not um, – just a straight, beam. a straight, smooth beam, mm-hmm. and the the uh, vertical bars. Uh-huh. Um, my understanding is it's less about it being like a traditional broadsword, and then that's a protection for your hand, and mm-hmm. it's more about a uh, a way to um, uh, that energy. There's there's extra energy from the crack. From the cracking of that crystal, just to direct that it has to kind of direct it out. So it, it the, you have those two offshoots at the bottom of the saber to kind of help take some of that energy away. Otherwise, it would overload it. So Sweet. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. In like in the in the Return of the Jedi, when Luke builds his lightsaber, we don't see it in the movie, but in the book version. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work, and he's following very detailed instructions to build it. So it makes me think, Rin seems very powerful in the Force, but very untrained. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which I like. Like, And he just got seduced by the dark side early in his training, and he wasn't able to finish it, which is why he's, his powers aren't quite like where Darth Vader's were. But he's so strong in the power, in, in the Force, the power, whatever, that... I don't know. He he's he's trying to figure out what he wants to do, and he's kind of torn. Which I like that about his character. Yeah. Again, he's not a Jedi. No. And he's not a Sith. Nope. And master ma- of the Knights of Ren. Yes. And the master that he serves, it's not clear as to what he is either. Right. Because he has that huge on gash yeah. in the front of his head. So you're like, what happened there? Yeah. So we need to jump into that. Do we need to jump? Uh, let's jump into like favorite scenes. Sure. Some of the things that we like best about it. Uh, for me, I think that one of the things that I, I would say, what is my favorite character, new character? Mm-hmm. Um, Don't say it. Oh, no, I'm not going to say Ray. Okay. That's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? No, go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt you. I really liked Poe. Okay, cool. I, I didn't really I thought care. you were going to say BB-8, and I was going to tell you to get <laughs> out. Like, no. That's a, that's a damn no. droid. I, I really liked the character of Poe. I thought I thought he was really cool. Uh, I wish I, they had given him more screen time. I yeah, think they will absolutely. in the next ones. Absolutely, because I felt... In a in an odd way, he was the one I felt was most closely connected to Han from yes. the original trilogy. Just his, he was kind of a hybrid of Han and Luke. Yeah, felt like. absolutely, 
Absolutely. Um, I think he was my favorite character out of that. Um, I really like Finn. Um, I think he was funny. And I think maybe he, a little too funny. Sure. Well, I like at the end, he's like, I'm in charge, Phasma. Who's in charge? I'm in charge. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Maybe a little too uh, current, uh, any any black comedian oh, okay. uh, routine. <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, I think they took a page out of the Avengers movies to throw in some humor because there's way more humor in these yeah. than, than there had been in sure. the previous ones. And, and I so, didn't have a problem with it. No, I didn't either. And that's one of the things I liked is when, when Ren and uh, Poe had their initial uh, confrontation uh, and who talks first? Who, you talk yeah, first. Has uh, this work? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's supposed to go here? Yeah, I, I can't mean, really hear you. Wait, understand you through the helmet. What yeah. do you mean? I mean, this is this this is all too much. I thought that was great. Uh, I like the very first line in the movie where they're like, "This will begin to set things right." I totally think that was a dig at George Lucas. Like, hey, that shit you did, <laughs> that shit you did was awful. That's right. This is gonna make things right. right, and I think they did. I think ultimately they did accomplish yeah. that for sure. Um. So, did you have a least favorite scene? Because I did. Well, I was going to complete my thought. Oh, on, I'm sorry, on I didn't mean to interrupt Finn, you. Finn, I didn't mind, uh, but since you brought it up, I wanted to kind of delve into the fact that I didn't mind the humor, but yeah. it felt a little out of place for someone that should have been a little bit more programmed. Yes, if you'd been captured, kidnapped, trained since, since you were a birth. child. Yeah. I don't think you're going to break out of your shell uh, that quickly. Immediately. Like yeah. he just uh, he says his friend get killed and all of a sudden he's like, uh, everything I've ever known ever, I'm going to turn my back on. And I mean that purely from a humor standpoint. Sure. I think you can make the decision that he made. I just think the whole crack. You wouldn't be funny. Thing. Yeah. Why would you be funny? They're not mm-hmm. going to let you be funny. Stormtrooper Noth- training. Nothing about your life up to that point right. would have been filled with humor, mirth and joy. This is true. Period. It yeah. wouldn't have been. Would have been miserable. You, you, yeah, exactly. Because you didn't have a name. You didn't have a name. Yeah. You had a call number. F-N. That was it. You yeah. were just a number. Right. Uh, so, hey, I'm willing to overlook that because it was funny, right? I was right, suspending right, right. my disbelief. The other thing that really bothered me about Finn okay. is every fucking scene, that motherfucker was out of breath. Every scene. It's like, dude. All they worked on was <laughs> shooting. There was there's no cardio just, in stormtrooper I was training. Say, are they because in the first six movies they couldn't <laughs> hit shit. So they're like, you know what? We're just gonna sit here and fire eighteen thousand rounds a day. But then that means that they should have been good at cardio because every time you miss something, fucking ten laps, bitch. Right. Ten laps. They should have been they should have had cardio out the ass. How many feet are in a mile? Ten laps. <laughs> I could see, yeah, no, I agree. You missed. You. Take a lap. That's right. Take a lap. Fucking I I could see that, and <laughs> I didn't like. Okay, a lightsaber is a badass weapon, but I feel like in the mm. hands of an untrained, no force using person, you're gonna cut the shit out of your leg, mm. out of your hand. I mean, the, had the dude ever swung a sword before? Uh, Clearly, he had. Had he ever fired his gun? Right. Well, he. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Well, he's like, God, nobody has blasters. Why does nobody have blasters? Yeah. When he finally got a blaster, he started hitting people. Sure. No. So I, yeah, yeah. He wasn't my favorite character. I like Ray. I think she was a better character than him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't mind Ray at all. I mean, there's a lot of people on the internet that are going around saying that she's a Mary Sue, and I think they're full of shit. Uh, who cares? Everything has to go back to that discussion, yeah. and it's bullshit. I don't care. 
watch it, enjoy it. Right. Not everything needs to be picked apart so that you can you can finally you know, not everybody needs to cry their eyes out because they finally got the hero that they always wanted right. when they were growing up. Right. I mean, it uh, I'm with you. The internet irritates the ever-loving piss out of me. Yeah. And but I will say this. I think a lot of people did a great job about keeping uh, a lid on it. A lid on it. Because you didn't get a spoil to the night before. <laughs> I didn't. And that was my fault. Yeah. That was my fault. That yeah. was my fault. I, I take full responsibility yeah. for that. Because uh, I, I made it, I made it like I wasn't on Twitter I sh- at all. I, I should have seen yeah. it. I was like, shit, no, I'm not doing it. And it wasn't even on Twitter. It was on something that I I went to. Grinder. It's cool. It, <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you asked me to uh, pump up you and Steven's profiles. I appreciate that. Yeah. He's just, you know, yeah. taking one for the team. You know, from one bear to another. That's right. You know. mm. Woo. So, yeah, that was completely my fault. I take full responsibility yeah. for that. But from by and large, I think most people did a pretty good job about not spoiling for it. And I would yeah. go around and, you know, of course, my youngest is seven and he doesn't know how to keep his damn mouth shut, but I would tell him, keep your damn mouth shut. And he did. Uh, but he wanted to. It was like it was sure it, like Wyatt, when he went to go see it with us and you know, the rest of the family hadn't seen it yet. They're saying, Oh, we're not gonna go till Tuesday. He said, Oh, I gotta wait from Thursday to Tuesday. I really want to talk about this. Write you know? it in a journal. Exactly. Get a journal, yes, son. Absolutely. So he was he was blistered about that. He yeah. he really wanted to spill the beans, but he didn't. And I really appreciate that. I think I think by and large, people got it right. Yeah, and they're trying by to not re- spilling the beans because they knew what a big deal it was, and they're trying to be respectful of people who hadn't seen it yet, which I appreciate. And if you haven't seen it yet, we haven't. We actually haven't spoiled anything yet. No. But from here on out, I can't make any promises because we've had more alcohol. But we're forty-one minutes in. I think we've done a good job of not yeah, spoiling. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. But. We're 41 minutes in, Uh-oh. and I'm telling you now, we may talk about stuff that oh, if yeah. you haven't seen the movie, it's going to get spoiled for you. Sure. Because we, we're we not going to hold back now. No. So one thing that I had a problem with, I don't understand why the First Order is so pissed off at the Republic. And if the Republic – if there's a Republic in place – why is there still the rebellion people? Like there's a republic, there's a first order, and then there's the rebellion in the middle. What why? Well, it's politics. Okay. Right. So the new it was the new republic. Yes. Right. And so they Who are they rebelling against? Are they rebelling against the new republic? Because the new republic was supposedly helping them. So what mm. what is your beef with? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think the new republic tolerated the resistance. Uh-huh. I think that the resistance probably uh, as most things are when it comes to politics, you want to get something done and done quickly. Uh-huh. You can't rely on the bureaucracy to get so all its dot all the i's and cross all the t's. There's a uh-huh. lot of red tape. And so the first order being the remnants of the old empire. Right. That they, them I get for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they kind of they were disarmed. They had to it's 30 years. Yeah. It's 30 years they've been able to build There's going to be pockets up. of of the empire around for sure. Yeah. And so I you know that's one thing that 
I think I liked is the fact that they acknowledge that it's been a while mm-hmm. and things change. The landscape changes. Sure. Politics change. Ideas change. And so it's not the empire anymore. Out of the ashes of the empire, we have the rise of the first order. Right. But it's just not fool ourselves. It's still the empire. Right. They're just not the emperor. Correct. Vader. That's right. And the resistance is not the rebels. No. Right. Or, or yeah, it's not the rebels. It's, it's the not resistance. the rebellion anymore. It's called the resistance. That's yeah. right. Because and they've they've rebelled against the empire, which is no more. So. But they borrowed very heavily from the symbolism. Oh yeah. Of of both of those, and I actually kind of really like the first order emblem. And the the first order is very Nazi like. Yeah. Which I kind of kind of liked. Thank you. That that explains does so that, much. Does that does that make you uncomfortable? No. No, not at all. No. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Well, General Hux's speech especially. That on- is my least favorite scene in the whole really? damn movie. Okay. I felt like he overdid the shit out of that. Yeah. Like, blah. I mean, he was just yelling, today is the last day of blah. And I'm just like, and I, I, I understand what they were doing. And they were trying, it, it felt, I mean, we've, I don't know if we've ever used this name on the show. It felt very Hitler-esque, which I think is what they were going for. No, oh, absolutely. Which I got, but I felt like he overdid it. And I felt like he could have done a much more composed, powerful speech. Mm. You don't have to be yelling. I mean, did they, what, do they not have amplification? I mean, you can build this big ass planet that'll blow up other planets. You can't build a damn microphone and some speakers. You know what I'm saying? Well, I get that it was passion, but it just felt a little much to me. I agree, but I think it was in line with his character. But we don't know a lot about his character. But no, we don't. I think we can make a lot of assumptions and okay. probably correct assumptions. He's a very young general, which is yes. I think uncommon. And I think because his heritage, if I if I read correctly, his heritage is uh, from the roots of people that served in the empire, and so it's, does it say it, which people? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but like Captain Piet, or I could, Tarkin. I could, I could see how someone who is young like that and already ascended to the rank of general, uh, probably he was, he was par with Ren. Yeah, absolutely. And Ren playing the very mystical side mm-hmm. of the first order. And it's interesting because even within, and this is true of the empire as well. You've you had this. Uh, that's always fascinated me. You've had this, these dual dual power structures yeah. in place. One that was the more logical military uh, 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 silo uh, of the empire, yeah. and you had the very mystical, magical, right. force using side. Don't try to see. frighten us with your sorcerer's way. Yeah, and so that was always interesting because I always thought, well, man, those guys probably don't like each other, right? But yet they they're working together for this common. Uh, they're sh- working for the emperor, and the I think the emperor realized he needed both tools. Ab- absolutely, and I think that was wisdom on his part. Sure. And so I think uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Snoke. Uh, because we don't have an emperor no. anymore. I think that that wisdom is there as well. Uh, let's get back to General Hux. I think he overdoes it in, because he feels like he has to because of his age. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't imagine someone that's already a general that's that young maybe really ever saw any real 
battles. Sure. And so, especially if his heritage is uh, or lineage is of those who serve were high ranking officials mm-hmm. in the old empire. Right. I can imagine that someone that feels like they're privileged or entitled. And right. so they, I can imagine this is somebody that probably has uh, some, uh, got his eye on the, the grand seat one day. Sure. Whenever this, you know, they've, you know, once this, this power, the first order is in complete power, I could see this as someone and say, yeah, I'm a rightful heir to sit on this throne and right. be emperor or whatever you want to call me. <laughs> and so that's me. You know, I could see him being something very over the top, and so I agree with you. It was over the top, but I, I under I kind I guess what I'm saying is I kind of understood. Sure, I mean I, where it was coming. I from. got the purpose of the scene. I just didn't yeah. like the scene. Okay, okay, didn't like the scene. That's fair. And then the weapon when they fired it, that's a badass weapon. Was a badass weapon. You know, the Death Star. You had to be right there. They were systems away. That yeah. shit was traveling at light speed. In an amplified. Yeah, you know? yeah, because I and it made it look like oh, we're gonna shoot all six of these targets because they hit them all dead on, boom, which is terrifying. But that was another thing I think J.J. Abrams and team went back and said, okay, what worked in the original trilogy? Right. Um. Well, they blew up a Death Star, and then they blew up another Death Star that was bigger. wasn't quite finished yet. But it was still bigger than the But it the was other operational. One. It was operational. So we should do some. Let's just make another Death Star. Just be real fucking big. Right. <laughs> and I love that the movie's self aware about it because Han, Han even says, Well, how do we blow it up? There's always a way to blow There's it up. There's always. And it's like he looked right at the camera when he said it. He's like, There's always a way to blow it up. Wink, but, wink. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Ferris Bueller. Like, time out. There's always a way to blow it up. It or just, what's his name from Saved by the Bell? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. No. He, was that? He's hot? the one that did time out, yeah. <laughs> Crack my shit up, though. <laughs> There's always a way to blow it up. <laughs> Kid, what do you got? Oh, I can do it. I like this guy. I like, I this, like guy. this guy. <laughs> I mean, and I liked the uh, I liked the firefight. I mean, the, the space battle at the end mm-hmm. with all the TIE fighters and the X-Wings. And I like that it looks like they've updated them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 30 years later. I, I get that you want to keep a design that works, but I the, I like that they've upgraded them. Yeah. The TIE fighters look a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. The X-Wings are all colored now, which I thought was sweet. There's yeah, the black one and black the blue ones. ones. Yeah. It looked black awesome. Squadron. Black leader. So I, that was very convincing, and I liked the space fights, and I liked um, the blasters this time around. Very visceral. I just It felt much more visceral is the word that I like to use. Mm-hmm. Um what did you think about the dogfights during broad daylight? Awesome. Those were pretty cool. They were. And the scene with, with Poe. That we hadn't seen before. Yeah. The scene with Poe at uh, uh, whatever that chick's name was. Maz. Maz. Yeah. I was like, Maz. No, that's Maz Isley. That's, that's close. Maz. Maz Isley. Um, where Poe, he, he goes apeshit. He's like, I'm going to shoot. A TIE fighter, shoot three stormtroopers, shoot another TIE fighter, a different TIE fighter, more stormtroopers than a TIE fighter, and then boom, you know, all without even pausing. It's like he was just bloop, 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 bloop. Everybody's dead. Pretty much a badass. Yeah, it was pretty I mean, sweet. he is the best fighter pilot the Resistance has, and that yeah. was Takodano. Yeah, and there was, was no the planet. There was no reason for Finn to be, whoa, that's one hell of a pilot. That felt like an unnecessary That line. felt a little unnecessary. But that's all right. Speaking of pilots. Oh, okay. Let's get back to Ray. Okay. Really? What about her? Really? 
you're stranded on this planet, you're living by yourself, and oh, by the way, I can fly shit. How she's did, she's how waiting did for people. Oh, she thinks they're coming back. Oh, well, was she just hopping down to the Jack, the local Jack Who arcade that just happened to have a flight simulator? You don't, she, know, you don't know her life. <laughs> oh, I don't. You don't know her life. Oh. She flew that little popsicle speeder. I mean, so that trains you for everything. Popsicles. It looked like a popsicle. It, it looked like a popsicle. <laughs> like a dream sickle. Yeah, but, hmm. Feels like it's. We could have dream sickles in here and they wouldn't fucking melt. No, they wouldn't. That dream sickle was having all the fun. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Ride that stick. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's why she picked that model. Yeah, so. She was lonely. Oh. So she just learned how to fly just because. It just comes naturally. Just comes naturally. It's because she was strong with the force. She just didn't know it yet. Right. Okay. But, I mean, she was very confident in her flying abilities. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh. She flew the Falcon. Really? By herself. By yes. Han can't even fly it yeah, by himself. Nobody can do that by themselves. Yeah, I don't know. Did that was that didn't set just a little funky to you? Oh no, for sure it did. And like when she got in there, she automatically knew how to fix everything. Yeah, oh yeah. Felt under like if she had that capability. If you were left there as a child, right. as we saw during the flashback, clearly she was what? Four? four? Yeah. Maybe. Five-ish, maybe. Yeah. Come back. And she's probably what? At least 18. I would say anywhere between 16 and 18. Yeah. So we're we're talking over a decade. Sure. Somehow in a decade, living on your own. <laughs> in an AT-AT. You learned how to fly. How to fix a... How to... Carillion YT model freighter. Have you ever, have you ever even been there? No. You haven't been off the planet. As a matter of fact, you don't want to be off the planet. Right. I got to get back. You got to get back. You got, oh. I get you. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, and she knew how to fix everything. She's like, if this happens, we're all going to die. How do you know that? Like, seriously. I did like the scene early on when she was scavenging and she went to go clean them up and she looks over at the old lady, mm-hmm. clean it up. I thought that was it was a nice scene because... What I got in an instant was she's probably sitting there cleaning it, thinking to herself, holy shit. This is my future. This is my future. Yeah, I'm going to be here forever waiting for on whoever I'm waiting on. This is my life now. This is my life, and I'm going to be an old woman doing this. And so right. I, thought, I thought that was cool. It was cool. That was a good scene. Agreed. What else? What else did I like? Yeah. Hmm. I liked, uh, I liked the scene where they – blew up the I can't remember the name of the thing on the planet. The Star Killer. No, not the Star Killer, but like they had to blow up this one special thing. They were trying to bomb it and like we just gotta oh. keep bombing it and bombing it and bombing it and bombing it and bombing it. Yeah, we'll just say uh just uh, control center. Whatever oh wait, it was uh whatever Poe called it. Damn I forgot now. That thing. Because well something that size has to have a damn it. Yeah, sorry. A thing. But I like I liked that whole scene um, with them trying them trying to bomb it from the outside and Han and Ray and Finn all coming in there be like okay we're gonna blow it up from the inside that was a very interesting like I like that they weren't bailing on them and the before that when uh, Finn it's like I'm just here to get Ray people are coming people are on the way the galaxy is relying on us. And he's like, we'll just use the force. And Han's like, that's not how the force works. That's not works. how this works. <laughs> not how this works. You're in sanitation. You're in sanitation. 
You're in sanitation. How do you know how to blow up the shield generator? You're cold. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked I liked most of the scenes. And like I said, the more I view it, uh, the more I appreciate it, and the more I liked it. And so you, know, you could nitpick and find things wrong with it, but there was nothing massive wrong with it. There wasn't a character that ruined the whole movie. No, no, absolutely. So there was no Jar Jar. The plot made God, sense, no. you know, like as for as much as they could give us plot wise in two and a half hours, I think it did a good job. As rote as it may have been. Sure. It's like, Jesus, another, another planet killing device right. that we need to destroy. Right. How many times are we going to do this? Right. We just did this 30 years ago. Right. Jesus. Well, you think they come up with some new tricks or find a way to not let us destroy it. Do you think that after the destruction of the second Death Star that the Ewoks survived in any way? Oh, yeah. How? How's that even possible? What do you mean? Do you think like this Death Star? Based on the uh, the blast position. Rating? Well, if you remember in Jedi, they give you the uh, that model of how, of how far away from – uh, that moon of Endor, the Death Star is. Sure. And so the Ewoks li- live on that moon of yes, Endor. Yes, they do. So when that thing blew up, even just a few pieces of it collide with that moon. Oh. They're toast. Well, that's where they had their party. The, I know. And that doesn't make sense to me because once those pieces hit the atmosphere, it would have superheated everything. And we're we're talking about craters – like bigger than the craters in Mexico from some of the ancient asteroids, <laughs> it would have superheated the water and it would have burned up all the forest. There was no way it blew up and the gravity pushed it exactly away from the planet. So, really? Yeah. Because that's not how physics work. Well, the force. <laughs> oh, the force. They use the force. Oh, the for- <laughs> they use the force to push the pieces away. They've they've actually had uh, f- uh, physicists, scientists. Uh, look into this uh, scenario. This isn't real life. I know it's not, but they've confirmed that there's a really, based on the data that they have, there's no, the Ewoks are extinct. What a time. Ewoks are extinct. What a bunch of time wasters you people are. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? Are you saying that that you don't look into the viability of how a uh, star destroyer would actually be able to fly or not? We don't have this is a galaxy far, far away, and it's a long ass time ago. So we don't know the gravity over there. We don't know the genetic makeup of people. They may not have the same rules of physics that we do. So erroneous. So you know you know why there was a lot of star Detro- star destroyers and other ships that crashed on Jakku, right? There was a battle. There was. Yeah. yeah apparently that was like one of the last stops for, for the Empire. The Empire. Mm-hmm. And um I think what if if memory serves me, they as they're crashing, they use their tractor beams to pull rebel ships down onto the planet. Fuck as well. yeah, they like, did. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, you coming too? Oh, I, I may be crashing, but you's coming with me. Right. See, my ship is bigger than yours, so when we land, I might live. Your ass is gonna die. So what did you think about okay. the introduction of Han Solo and Chewie into this movie? I felt like I saw it in the preview. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Well, I, you knew it was coming. As I soon as they got sucked in the tractor, I don't think it's fine. Uh, here it is. I don't know. This just felt a little contrived. No, because it made sense. They Did it make sense? Yeah, because they said that they saw the Falcon's tracking signal on their radar. Mm. So They just happened to be in that section of the galaxy. It's entirely possible. They're hauling Rathtars. What did you think about the Rathtars? I didn't like them. I didn't either. Was it because of the CG? It wasn't. That, I mean, I didn't get the necessity of that scene. Mm. I understand that they wanted a way. They were trying to force them onto the Falcon and off of their big freighter. Get that. But the Rathtars and letting the Rathtars go by accident and trying to kill these other clubs that had loaned Han money. That whole scene was a kind of meh. I mean, I love the Guavin Death Gang sure. uh, armor. I thought that was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. But that that whole scene felt very yes contrived. Very much so. I but get- And the Rathtars, nah, I didn't see a need for them. Yeah. But I mean, I understand why they did it, to get them on the Falcon. Yeah. And I, one thing I like about the Falcon is the new uh, satellite dish. I think is awesome. Yeah, because and people, I I read people they're like, why is there a new satellite dish? It's different. I'm like, you fucking haven't watched the movies, have you? Been- because they knocked that shit off. Yeah, <laughs> like that was too close. Yeah, you know? Lando was like, oh, so yeah, makes sense. Let's get one with a lower profile so it doesn't come off when we're flying through a hole this big. You know Do you think saying? Lando's going to show up at some point? No, I don't think so. No? No. Oh, that's a shame. Billy D is a little old. Oh, and Harrison Ford's not. Well, he, he, yeah, problem solved. That, yeah, that's problem right. staying solved. That's right. Do you know who looked old? Oh. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Mm. I was like, plastic surgery has mm. not been good to you, sweetie. Mm. I don't think she's had any work. Oh, well, then why is her mouth not move when she talks? <laughs> is that the meth? I mean, what do you want from mm, me? Could be. Oh, could I was be. like, poor Han. Poor Han. <laughs> I'm going to act opposite that. Mm. <laughs> that train wreck. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Love Carrie Fisher. Uh, but, yeah, the years haven't been kind to her. Oh. Yeah. Did it make you feel old watching this them too. And seeing seeing them old, it did. Did it? It made me feel yeah, old. Me too. Like, Chewy, Chewy looked good, man. Didn't he? Exactly he did. the same. He looked like he might have had a little problem with his vision at times. Sure, it was what because he couldn't hit shit. <laughs> well, until the time came and he had the to, adrenaline hit him, and he's like, "Fuck you, Kylo Ren. Right. Eat, eat the uh, a bolt from my." Cross blaster. Cross blaster, bitch. Yeah. And then he shot all the stormtroopers in there too. Bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing. Yeah. I liked Han using that for the first time. Yeah. I was a little surprised he was able to, though. I like this. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, my understanding is that it had uh, it required Wookiee strength. Usually, be, yeah, yeah. To pull it. And being an older gentleman. Well, maybe Chewie's not as strong as he used to be. No, well, maybe. Maybe he dialed it back. Yeah. Maybe kind of turned it, you know. Yeah. It's like an air rifle. You just, <laughs> you yeah. you put cut back on the PSI. Put it on the easy setting. <laughs> just before, <laughs> just just above stun. Because you don't want those concentric circles coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought the combat scenes, the the beginning of the movie, that was that was really cool. The the blood 
yeah. from the helmet on, on uh, Finn's helmet. That was a great image. I really like that. I thought the battle scene where Finn took on the stormtrooper that had the riot gear. That was cool. That was cool. With Again, his, yeah. Finn using the lightsaber. That's a little wonky. Well, because Finn fighting Kylo. With a, what with a the, lightsaber. What no. And he fun. hit him a couple times. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. You wait, suck at no, this, yo. No, no. You're all, you must be terrible. I feel like I could hit you if he could hit you. you know? But Ray getting slammed against a tree and then just being able to get up and just go to work. See, uh, and her be ability in the force so quickly is really kind of surprising. Yeah. Because Luke was super strong in the force and he couldn't do shit. You know, he, he had to, but shoot. he was older too. Maybe well, that he, was part he of it. He had to use the, he had that little shoot blaster thing where he was trying to, the, the blast, the training ball. Yeah. Which Finn picks up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Which was nice. And then they pick up, uh, the uh, chess game. Yeah. Right where they left off. Yeah. Thought that was cool. Why, why even have it if you're not going to play it, guys? So do we want to get into what we think uh, cuz we really haven't talked about snoke at all we okay. really haven't talked about we Ray's could ball if you'd like i think we should because I, I i you know i have some theories and i'm sure they're completely wrong yeah well that's what theories are for uh but let's talk about snoke what do we know about snoke what do we know about snoke um he seduced ren to the dark side okay and he's uh, so he must have some understanding of the force and both sides of the force. So, and he wants power. I'm assuming he is attached to the empire in some way because of the first order's appearance. So that's what I'm thinking is he was a high ranking official in um, the empire before the first order and try to take it over. What do you think? Do you think it's possible that he's Plagueis? (sighs) I think that's possible because he was able to create life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, th- I think it was clear in Revenge of the Sith that Sidious killed him. I really, I mean, he said I, because Sid- Plagueis was Sidious's master, and Sidious even said that he killed his master. Like, mm-hmm. And he's like, Plagueis was killed by his, well, of course, he, he eventually did die. He was killed by his own apprentice, which is the way the Sith works. I mean, it's possible for sure. But I think that'd be a stretch. I mean, he is canon. He is canon. Because they talked about him in three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that would discredit. I mean, he, he looks like someone that's been through the ringer. <laughs> Once or twice. Right? <laughs> Once or twice. And so, but, you know, that may just be a red herring. Sure. But that's the first thing I thought. I was like, hmm, is it possible he, he's he's uh, Plagueis? Because, now is it Plagueis or Plagueis? Play just play just said. I don't think it matters. Yeah, but I think it's possible. It's definitely a possibility. Sure, but it might be too obvious. Just like it might be too obvious that Ray is Luke's daughter. Yes, that doesn't seem like something Luke would do, in my opinion. I mean, what reason would no, he? You have? don't think? Uh, what reason would he have to be on Jakku? Do you think the Jedi's don't have needs? Well, Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Possession. Are you better than a Jedi? Because I know you don't have any needs. Zero. Possession is forbidden. No. <laughs> but you could say that we're encouraged to love because we're Jedi. Pussy. A Jedi craves not these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of the Jedi masters, we all like Yoda. What is he going to do? I don't know. 
You know, I mean, his lightsaber is so small. What else is? <laughs> I mean, that's possible. I don't think Ray is Luke's daughter. I mean, I think everybody thinks that that's the case, and that's why I think that it probably isn't the case. Well, I mean, what? What? Why would she be on Jakku? Well, how is that even close to Tatooine? You know I mean, he he looked as though he was uh, coming to tears at the sight of her. I think it's just because he hadn't seen a person in twenty oh, years. Oh, well, exactly. I mean, you're alone, and he, and he was like, and he has a man. Robot. I hope this isn't my daughter. He has a robot <laughs> hand, you know, <laughs> robot hand. That's disappointing. Oh man, that's not going to feel the same. Gosh, <laughs> he just, whoo, the it's tensile a, strength. That's right. He's not gay. It's a robot. <laughs> Oh man, throwing it back old school there. That's right. That's like episode one. It's like having the strength of ten men. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like a new person every time for sure. Every time. Every time. I'm just gonna use the pinky this time because it's so strong. (laughs) No, I don't think Ray. I I think Ray may be related to their family somehow, but I don't think it's Luke's daughter. Do you think it's possible that that she is? Han and Leia's daughter. No, I don't think that. Either. I don't think so either. But the thing that I have, I think it could be Han's daughter, but not Han and Leia. Yeah, you know, if it's you Han, think back, you're a smuggler, you got a you got a girl in every port. That's totally possible. Oh gosh, yes. And he knew where Jakku was when she said where they got the ship was. He's like Jakku in a junkyard. That's the hell you want to go back there for junkyard? See junkyard. Hmm. So I think maybe it's Han's daughter, which is why he had such an affection for her. Well, so he quickly. tried to bring her on. He wanted to hire her. And there, but, but there was a lot of people that if you really, on subsequent viewings, really feel like they knew who she was, especially Chewie. Okay. When she went to go see Luke or find Luke, Chewie kind of gave her a look like, it was a very knowing look and Han did it at one point as well. And then when she comes back to the rebel base and she ever met Leia before we're going to, we're going to, she had not met. We're going to go in for a hug. Like we've known each other for a really long time. That's Hmm. true. There's just a lot of little things like that. That's like, huh? Huh. If they, if they're not her parents, I think they might've been in on the deal why would of they sending said her something? away. Like at that point, why would they not say something? Well, I guess that's no different than, than Obi-Wan not immediately telling Luke that so Darth from, Vader's your father. From a certain it wasn't point time. of view. Yeah, it wasn't time. Well, don't you think it's time now? You're going to go find Luke. To tell me some shit that I need to know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. Sure. There, there, There's too many little bits there that I, I feel I, like I think part of that is J.J. Abrams just putting that shit in there. To, to, to fuck with me? Yeah. Personally? Well, to fuck with everybody. <laughs> because the internet is going crazy. They're like, oh, there's a typo in the scroll. There should have been a comma here and a comma here. So the Luke's Leia's brother, she has another brother that's not Luke because she's trying to – Luke, she, Luke, it's not the one she's trying to find according to the commas and the lack of commas. I'm like, fuck you and your grandma loving bullshit. Nobody cares about the, the damn commas, okay? You're wrong. Well, English teachers do. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Oxford comma, my ass. I don't know. I, I think at a minimum, 
I, I think, think they're related. I sure. think, and even if they're not, although I think they are, mm-hmm. even if they're not, I think they may have been in on the deal of making sure she got sent away so that she was protected. Well, why would you do that to someone? Well, why did they? Why did they do that to Luke and Leia? He, Luke, Leia was a damn because there, princess. Because there was princess the, of Alderaan. Yeah. Whoa, she was suffered. And Luke was at least with family. I right. mean, Ray was an orphan. She was there by herself, living in an ATAT by herself. How's that protection? Isn't, isn't that kind of strange? It's a little shitty. If they're if you would do that to someone, that's pretty shitty. But was she unprotected? Well, I think didn't she work for that junk dealer, and that was like her job. Yeah, but we can also point back to Max von Sydow's character, who sure. maybe he was kind of like a like the Obi Wan. You 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 believe sure. that Obi Wan lived on Tatooine for any other reason other than to kind of keep an eye on Luke, so he could talk to Qui Gon. But oh well, who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, I mean we'll run all night. I know, right? You know, he didn't want Luke yeah. to be taken. How big is it? That's all I'm saying. Have you ever seen that movie? Because <laughs> there's a scene that actually addresses that. I know. That's <laughs> very uncomfortable a little bit. for her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to act like you're not alive anymore. Um, I don't know. They may have been in on the deal. So sure. we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think I think there's plenty of questions that they've asked in storylines that they've opened that are intriguing for the future. Because it's not just like, oh, we've destroyed Starkiller, First Order's done. That's not what happened. No, no, no. No, I, they ended on a very Fellowship of the Rings note. Yes, they did. Like, no, Sam. I just sat no, through Sam. two and a half hours for this shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Peter Jackson. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. No, I. but what, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. And I'm not disappointed with anything about it. And not at no. all. And I know we're nitpicking. Well, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we di- we didn't review it real well. We just talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. But I mean, overall, I think it was a good film. Favorite film of? How's that not a review? I know. Well, I mean, we we didn't go like in depth about like the cinematography and the camera angles and practical effects. And well, shit like okay. That. Well, there weren't any lens flares, so <laughs> that's plus. That is a plus. Win plus. Win J.J. Abrams. You got rid of the lens flare. Thank you. Yeah, that is true. And there was no Gungans, so that's cool. I'm all right with that. Yeah, me too. But I, I enjoyed it, and I um made me forget the pain that was the prequel trilogy. Mm. So I think we established where we would rank this. It would be fourth. Fourth. Yeah. So, okay. So just to be clear. Okay. This is my opinion. Okay. I'll tell you if I agree. And this is the order that I rank. I don't even want to rank one, two, and three. No, we got to. Oh, do we? If we're going to be thorough. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can do this then. We've got Empire, New yes. Hope, yes. Jedi, Force Awakens. This is what I want to hear because <laughs> that's the obvious four. I would I would think I'm going to go Re- Revenge of the Sith, okay. Clone, Clone Wars. No, excuse me. Attack of the Clones. And then Phantom Menace really? would be last. Yeah. See, I just rewatched the prequel trilogy with my boys. Oh, never, that's right. I'm sorry. They they never seen it. <laughs> and upon rewatch, I'm 
pretty close to putting Attack of the Clones worse than Phantom Menace. Really? Hayden Christensen is so shitty in that moment. It's just, just awful. He makes you so angry you can't even say his name right. Hayden Christensen? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is that not what I said? I You left like a complete syllable out. You're oh. like, I... I want to be so done talking about this guy. How can I get over this quickly? I know I'm going to drop a syllable. Done. I'm done talking about him. Jake Lloyd, when he says I'm a person and my name is Anakin, I've never wanted to murder a seven-year-old so much in my life. Just like shut your mouth. But Hayden Christensen, just awful with that dumbass haircut. And when he says shit like, uh, uh, I thought I already rivaled Master Yoda as a swordsman. Like, <laughs> just that good. Like, shut up. Shut your mouth. I've thought about her every day for the past 10 years, and she doesn't even remember me. She doesn't even remember me. Well, you know, the best line from Your Highness, which had Natalie Portman and Danny McBride yeah. at the end of that movie. You've seen it, right? I have, That's yeah. my favorite scene in that whole movie. Uh, where she walks in and she's like, Oh, I don't even remember his name. Uh, th- 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 okay, it was Thaddeus and, uh, and Fabius was, uh, what's his name's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Franco. And I think it was, maybe it was Thaddeus. We'll just go with that. Uh, I haven't, I haven't stopped thinking about you since last we saw each other. Oh, that's funny because I was just about to finish thinking about you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So every time I hear that, that's what I think of because I'd be like, well, I'm just about to to finish thinking about you. It's my privilege. (laughs) Little Miss Portman. (laughs) Which is wrong. I, 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 dirty old man. That's me. It's a movie. It is a movie, but I've loved her since the professional. And she was just a cute little. Hold on, let me finish. Make it those faces. She made me uncomfortable there. She was a cute little girl. And what I was going to say is, it's wrong for me to think of her in any other way. (laughs) A cute little girl. (laughs) That cute little girl that did so well in that movie. And see, you're not letting me finish. It's as though she were my daughter, okay, or a younger sister. Okay, thank you. So, very beautiful woman, though she is. Anyway, very talented actress. Maybe the best thing out of those movies. Even McGregor's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Which I love them using you McGregor His and voice. even Alec Guinness. Yeah, their voice Ray. in that flashback scene. Yeah. So that was a hell of an awakening. It was. It's just like, oh, and now you're a fucking full blown Jedi Knight, right? Almost. Yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the fucking box? Oh. So, so really, Attack of the Clones below Phantom Menace. Not yet. Not yet. Almost. Well, I mean, it was close. Like, because mm. my, my kids were so funny. Like, we watched four, five, and six first, which, as you should do, because otherwise they never want to watch mm-hmm. Star Wars again. And they watched Phantom Menace. And my oldest looked at me and he was like, Dad, that was really bad. <laughs> I was like, I know. And Crosby was like, yeah, I didn't like that one as much as the other one's dad. I'm like, I know, buddy. We just got to slog through them. I saw someone suggest, and this is interesting. I might want to try this one day, is most people would say you need to view them 
one, two, three, four, five, six, and now seven. Mm-hmm. Some people traditionalists to say four, five, six, one, two, three, and then seven, you know, the order in which they yeah. came out. But someone made a suggestion, and I really, I really like the idea. You watch four and five, mm-hmm. then you watch one, two, and three, and then six, and then six, hmm. because you have four and five. The end of you know the end of Empire. You don't know what's going to go on. You've got all the Jar- Darth Vader juice, and then you go and you watch about how the he became. Story. Yeah, and then Return of the Jedi is like the culmination sure. of all that story. And it's like, hey, you know that that actually sounds like it might work. See, what you need to do is watch four, five, and six, and then watch the honest trailers of one, two, and three, <laughs> and <Yeah>. just save yourself <laughs> See, uh, through the, the three hours. <laughs> Just watch the lightsaber. Because they're about, what, two and a half hours a piece? Uh, Yeah, Mm. they're they're up there. Save yourself the The seven and a half hours of pain (laughs) and suffering. That's right. So did you have to, after watching that, did you have to cleanse the palate and show the the boys jingle all the way (laughs) to cleanse the Jake Lloyd (laughs) palate? And then, no. No, because that's even worse. (laughs) Dad, you promise you can't miss Turbo Man. You promise. You promise. Oh, God. If you want to cleanse the Hayden Christensen palette, uh, the only movie I would suggest is the one that he did with Kevin Klein, which is Life as a House. Have you ever seen that? No. I've seen him in Jumper, which is not no, any better. No, I wouldn't suggest that. Not any better. Life as a House, if you've not seen that, that is um, that's a great movie. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Uh, cool. I wouldn't say that his performance is great in that, but Kevin Klein doesn't shock is. me. Kevin Klein is, and I, I'll watch Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is excellent. I'll watch him in anything. Sure. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Force Awakens. I think every my family really enjoyed it. My Mine kids too. enjoyed it. My daughters were like, hey, I don't really remember the original Star Wars movies. Can we watch those again? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so we're yes, working our, we're working our way through we we've finished New Hope. Oh good. So we're working our way back through. I felt like, you know, we need to kind of not watch Empire immediately after. I think we need to put yeah. a little bit of distance and maybe kind of set some time aside to where it's early enough in the day that we can go out and do something a little happy and fun after that. I don't <laughs> want because I remember what it did for me. That's not true. I don't know if you remember the first time you saw it, I but do. the first time I saw Empire. That was like one of the first movies that rocked my world. And you walk out of that and you're like, what? I don't even, I don't, is this, I don't even know if I can go on. I don't even know what's the point anymore. The father reveal, (laughs) when they reveal Vader as his father, I remember that very specifically when that happened. And I looked at my mom and dad and I'm like, is that true? Is that really his dad? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. No. This can't be happening. His dad just cut his hand off. What are we doing? Who lost a limb in Force Awakens? Because every Star Wars movie, somebody loses a limb. Okay, C-3PO had a new one. Yes, but but did anyone lose one? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Ren got chopped up pretty good, but I don't think he lost a limb. He didn't lose a hand. Well, he got his lightsaber knocked away, but he didn't lose a hand. He, no, he got it, but he got a cut in the face. Yeah. So I think Ooh, he'll have a scar. Nice scar. Yeah. Good but I don't scar. think anybody lost a limb. A couple people lost their lives. But. Mm. And we didn't even do that. We didn't, you know, we didn't even spoil it. No, I didn't want to. Did we? Did you want to spoil it? No. Okay. I didn't want to. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, you know, you probably already know the spoiler. 
Uh, one in. I was going to say, though, one of my favorite scenes in all of the Star Wars movies was that scene in Cloud City when they go into the banquet hall and there's oh, Darth yeah. Vader at the other end of the table. And this is why I like Han Solo. That motherfucker didn't turn tail and run. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't miss hesitate. a beat. He pulled his blaster out and went to work. He jerked that smoke wagon, <laughs> and he let him have it. Yeah, and he, that's he, what he, I love. That that's the Han Solo I love. Yeah, shoot first, ask questions later. If you see Darth Vader, if you don't, nah, shoot. That's the only chance you got. Yeah, I mean, you it, might want to. You might catch probably him off doesn't guard. make sense. No. You're right. Yeah, uh, because but I mean, it was very, it's very um, impressive, and it was very revealing about his character. Absolutely. Like, what? Whatever. Boom! 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 Let's paintball trigger it. That's right. <laughs> so I love. That's one of my favorite scenes. That's one of my favorite all time scenes. What about you? What's your favorite all time Star Wars uh, scene out of any of them? Wow. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. You're gonna think I'm ridiculous, but oh, well, I'm, it's it's too also, late. It's also too from, late. It's also from Empire, and it's a Han Solo. Scene. Yeah, it is. It's a Han Solo scene yeah, as well. Is. When Leia goes, "I love you," and he says, "I know, I know." That's just badass, dude. <laughs> you talk about being a baller. He's just like, "Yeah, yeah I, I fucking know. know. Yeah, I, I fucking know, right?" <laughs> it's it's like. Why would you? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't me. love look, this? Look at me. Come on. See, but there was a throwback in this movie because the music when Han is getting frozen and mm. and they say that mm. is the same music when Ray and Leia are hugging. And I oh mm. it's the same and when it happened the first time, I'm not gonna I teared up. And I have all three times that I've seen it. It's just like it's just like, oh, that's so because oh, oh. it's all the feels, all the feels are right there. Because the music and something about the music in Star Wars, I feel like there's no other movie that does the music the way they do it. Well, yeah, I agree. And the callbacks that they did in this one to the original music from the original trilogy, I think were excellent. Really? Because so, the, the melodies are so recognizable, but they changed them just enough for this new movie. Did like they? Of, yeah. Okay, because that, that, that was one thing that um, the uh, score didn't really stand out. For me, and maybe that was the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I went back and watched New Hope with the kids, uh, just the genius of John Williams, and again, uh, b- groundbreaking. Not only had we not seen anything like that before, we'd never heard anything like right. that before. And so part of me felt like John Williams just kind of phoned it in a little bit on this one, and but maybe they weren't. They weren't trying to overdo it. Right. Like and so I didn't, I didn't, I guess maybe I need to go and watch it a third time. Why and not? Pay closer to attention to the score. The score is brilliant. Okay. It's still very, very well done. And you'll notice the cues and the. Maybe it's just so ingrained in me. Because well, so he's done the music for all seven. When you're watching a Star Wars film, if that music wasn't there, you'd notice it. I think you're right. I, I will agree with you on that. I think if it wouldn't have been there, I would have noticed. If anyone else would have done it, yeah. I would have noticed it. Truly. Hmm. But it, you know, he's the really the only constant out of all seven. This is true. 
if you really get down to it, it's true. He may be the only constant. Well, what C three PO is in all seven, and so is R two D two. Motherfuckers. No, I'm just <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but no, that I liked how they had bit roles in this one. Okay. Well, I enjoyed our Star Wars talk. Good. Did you get it all out? I think so. Anything else you wanted to say? Well, I think we've probably. Probably could go on for yeah, that's true, but hours and hours. There's but, no need to do that for everybody. But else. we won't. No. But you know what they could do? They mm. could listen to our other shows. Yeah. Ooh, absolutely. Brilliant segue. Thank you. Because and we've got a few. We we do. Uh we have we have a few that really aren't current per but, se. That's true. But and there's still good information there. But we do have one that is current that's pumping out content like <laughs> Clockwork. I mean, it's, that's not the only thing that's pumping out. So. Well, that's between you and Steven. That's true. But Dragon yeah. Ballers Dragon is Ballers. the name of that one. If you're into anime or Dragon Ball Super, which I think is the yes. series that you're discussing now, what yeah. are you going to do after? I mean, how many episodes of Dragon Ball Super are there? Well, we're about to catch up to live. So, Oh, are you? Yeah, okay. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. We got some ideas. Oh, do you? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Thank you. Hmm. So we got a couple more episodes. We've gone through the first uh, 22 episodes of Dragon Ball Super. So they're, we're, they're through 25 now. So we're going to catch up here pretty quick. If you want to subscribe to the Dragon Ballers podcast, you can do so by going to nthcast.com slash DBZ. Sweet. I just set that up. Hashtag baller life. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we've had a lot of people ask us, Uh-oh. when in the ever-loving hell are we going to get to recording our recap of episodes five through eight Five through eight of Walking Dead Season 6? And we're going to do that this week. Within hell, the next 10 days. Come hell or high water. You know, the holidays were, were hectic. It was, it was brutal. Yeah, we had brutal. to record this show you, and other shows. So. That's true. Yeah. And I think you know, you had some scheduling changes and a, a we've got priorities that come first. Family gonna, family time is important. We're going to get to it. As long as yeah. we get to it before Valentine's Day, I think we're okay. This February? <laughs> yes. No, it'll be before then. Oh, good. And I actually think it's okay because I think that there's more talking points now than there were yes. immediately after Absolutely. episode eight. And if you guys have any talking points, comments, ideas, theories about what's going to happen in the second half of The Walking Dead, please don't hesitate hesitate to let us know. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you can email me, josh at nthcast.com. Or me, jd at nthcast.com. And you can... Either hit up our normal Twitters, which is at Enthcast. Or at Enthcast Metal. Or the one that's specific for Walking Dead slash Fear the Walking Dead, which is at Fear Enthcast. Which is a great name. It is a wonderful name. Yeah. Oh, we, uh, we we have one other show. We do. How could you forget about this? I, I don't know. If you're Last a fan of Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Oh. 
is the show for you. This may be the last season. I, uh, their ratings are down tremendously, are and there's a lot of people pissed at the direction the show is going. Well, in. they've well, I'm, I think that it's a good time for the mid season break. Then maybe they could reshoot some shit. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm looking forward to the second half. Yeah, because they're going to Hades. Which is exciting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a different direction. They've been to evil places before, but nowhere like Hades. If James Wood shows up, you lose your Hades, shit. I would absolutely. <laughs> With his flaming shit. hair. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. That would be so awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then the little gargoyles. Yes. That would be sweet. So you may want to subscribe to If that's your bag. Now, that's the only clean show we have. Right. And Which is, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> we, oh, gosh. So proud of you. It's how much? How many hours of editing? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> it takes all the hours to do that. I would suggest subscribing to that show and uh, Fear the Anth cast uh, because we're going to be releasing episodes of that soon. Yeah. If you subscribe, especially on iTunes uh, or whatever uh podcatcher of your choice uh do that and i think that if you plug in the uh the short link for it if you're on an android if you're on a phone that's not itunes i'm fairly certain it actually pulls the correct feed it does so that you can actually uh, subscribe to it so if you want to subscribe to fear the nth cast that's nthcast.com slash fear Brilliant. And for once upon a time, that's nthcast.com slash once. Wow. Look at you shortening all these things. How about that? You're so good at this. And on the next episode of the nthcast, we will be discussing some recent trailers and maybe some other exciting segments. I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about. We are. And we... You know, we might be able to get Skeletor in the Nth Castle studio. I'm working really hard. We know a guy. Working really hard. His agent's being a little, I don't know. Okay. It's weird. Well, we got some time. It's weird. What the fuck else is he doing? I don't know. Nothing. That's true. Nothing. We'll see what. We'll see what. We'll see what kind of magic we can have happen. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Very much. We want to hear from you. Yes. Let us know your thoughts on this episode. Uh, love it, hate it, what you want to hear. Ambivalent, sure. Uh, what, maybe even what trailers you might want to hear us discuss on sure. the next episode. We'd appreciate that. And we want to leave you with one final thought. It's an important thought. It is important. It is. Because I, I believe that if you're going to do anything... You gotta do it to the nth degree. I feel like, you know, hot chocolate would make more sense in this mug. I mean, I could be wrong. Holy shit. (laughs) My lips actually hurt.